Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of the Gospel of Mark is focusing on the busy, productive, and life-changing work of Jesus in action. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Well, hello there, friends, and welcome back. Thanks for joining us again today as we study the book of Mark and just discover more about uh, how great our Savior is and study his life and look at the way that he called people and responded to people and helped people and ultimately fulfilled his mission, a mission that was geared toward your salvation and my salvation, and not just my salvation from the penalty of sin, but my complete and full restoration uh, to be all that I can be as a son, as a child of God. And uh, what a great story is ours in Christ. Hey, we are in Mark chapter 1, and we talked about how Jesus preached that message in Capernaum, remember? And as he preached, there was great authority, and people were Uh, astonished, amazed at uh, the way that he was able to bring the word of God to bear upon their lives. But in the middle of that service, that demoniac man just spoke out. It was a big interruption. It seemed as if the service was lost, uh, but it actually became a great exclamation point as Jesus healed that man and cast out that devil and ultimately demonstrated his authority. So the miracle became a great undergirding for or an exclamation point of the message that he had already preached. So here we are in verse number 27, and the Bible says, and they were all amazed. So isn't that something? So in, in the earlier in the chapter, they were astonished at the message, but now after the miracle, they were all amazed. And they were all amazed in so much that they questioned among themselves saying, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. So they said, well, we have never seen this before. Uh, Not only is this message impactful to us, not only do we view the word of God as it's preached by this man to be authoritative in our lives, but now we're seeing him speak to this unseen demonic world and they are obeying him. What is this? We are seeing a spiritual power. Uh, We're seeing a level of authority that we have never seen before. This is completely bewildering. You know, when, when truth shows up on the scene, when people get a fresh glimpse of who Jesus is and what Jesus can do, It ought to be amazing. I like singing that song. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus, the Nazarene, and wonder how he could love me, a sinner condemned, unclean. How marvelous, how wonderful. And here we see a group of people that are just, wow, how marvelous, how wonderful, how amazing. I think about the the song Amazing Grace, you know, written by the, the, the ex-slave trader, John Newton, who couldn't help but say, the grace that saved me, the God that condescended to me, how amazing is the grace that took me from blindness, 
to vision that took me from a wretch that I once was to the the, 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 the person in Christ that I now am. It's amazing. So these people were amazed that day, weren't they? And the Bible says in verse 28, and immediately. So if there's one thing that we've seen in the, in the last few days of podcasts is we've seen the reiterating of the word immediately, immediately, straightway, immediately. There's this, there's this sense of urgency and a sense of, of action in the ministry of Jesus. And the Bible says, and immediately his fame spread throughout all the regions round about Galilee. So this miracle became a catalyst for the ministry of Jesus because now his reputation is preceding him, that area. Sometimes sometimes we call the, the cities of that northern part of the Sea of Galilee, we call it the evangelistic triangle because you've got Capernaum, and then if you go straight to the east, you'll have the city of, of Bethsaida. And then if you go up uh, to the northwest a little bit, you'll get to the city of uh, Chorazin. So you have Chorazin, today called Chorazim. Uh, Chorazin and Bethsaida and uh, Capernaum forms like a triangle. And Jesus spent a lot of his ministry right there in that area. Now, we know that he preached in all the cities and villages of Galilee. The Bible says that. But kind of as a headquarters, he was there in that area. And the Bible says his fame spread throughout there. These people saw the works and heard the messages of Jesus more than any other human beings on planet Earth. That little triangle of cities. Maybe that's why. Later on in the ministry of Jesus, he condemned those cities. Woe unto you, Bethsaida. Woe unto you, Chorazan. For if the mighty works which were done in you would have been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in in sackcloth and in ashes. Woe unto you, Capernaum. Uh, You've been exalted to the heavens, the Bible says, but you'll be brought down to hell Why? Because uh, Jesus headquartered his ministry in you. If Sodom had the same opportunity that you have, they would have repented. But what what language Jesus used about the city? Why? Because with great opportunity comes great accountability. Boy, the person that knows more is more accountable. Remember that parable when Jesus said, that servant which knew his Lord's will shall be counted worthy of many stripes or a greater punishment or or chastisement. And wow, we need to keep that in mind, don't we? As American Christians, I know not all of you that are listening right now are Americans, but I think about my American brothers and sisters and the prosperity that we enjoy, uh, the, the relative ubiquitousness of church in our nation and how we've grown up with it. And we almost kind of get ho-hum about just how uh, prevalent Christianity is. And yet we're going to have a much higher level of accountability because of the blessings and favor that we've been shown. And we've got to keep that in mind, don't we? So here in verse number 28, his fame is spreading. And these cities like Capernaum and like Bethsaida and like Chorazim, they are hearing this message and hearing about Jesus. Look at verse number 29. And forthwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. 
So as they enter, as they exited the synagogue, they entered the house of Peter and Andrew, and James and John went with them. So it would seem, according to the language of this verse, that the house of Peter and Andrew, his brother, was somewhat close to the synagogue. Now, what's very interesting is if you were to go to Capernaum with me today, as you exit the synagogue to the south, just a few short houses away is a house that many Bible scholars believe was the house of Peter. Now, how do, how do, how do they know that? Because over the years, from way back in the first century, that house has been used as a church and has, been, has expanded. And there's even a Christian graffiti on the wall. And there has been there there has been a history of honoring that house as the house of Peter. So there's a very good possibility that when you visit Capernaum, you can actually see, as I have, the house of Peter. But regardless of where it was, or regardless if that is the archaeological site that that is Peter's house, the point is it was someplace close. Jesus left the synagogue and went to that house. And what happened? What happened when Jesus got there? Well, look at verse number 30. And Simon's wife's mother. Okay, so we would t- say today Simon's mother-in-law. So Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever, and anon they tell him of her. So uh, she can't even come to the synagogue service. She's so sick, she's got to stay home. She's watching the live stream. And so Jesus uh, gets to the house, and they tell him, hey, Peter's mother-in-law uh, is really not doing well. And watch what happens in verse number 31. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately, see our operative word in the book of Mark, immediately, and immediately, The fever left her, and she ministered unto them. So this great miracle comes a a little bit closer to Peter's life. It's one thing for this man in the synagogue to be healed uh, of his demon possession, but now it's very touching and personal. Uh, Peter has just now forsaken his nets. He's following the Lord, and it seems like circumstances in his life aren't getting better. They're getting worse. Why? Because he has this mother-in-law who is very, very sick, perhaps even at the point of death. You know, a lot of times we make decisions for the Lord and we think erroneously that just because I've decided to do something for the Lord or enter a new good direction for God, that that means all the problems in my life are going to go away. And that's not the case. And Peter's mother-in-law was very sick here, but Jesus healed her. And I find it very interesting that after Jesus healed her, she ministered unto them. Her her very first response to the blessings of healing in her life was, I want to serve the people around me. And I wonder, what, what is our response as we receive the blessings of God, as we receive uh, the things in our life that only Jesus can do? I wonder, do we have the same spirit that now with renewed energy, now with the resources like my health that God has provided, uh, the resources that God has graciously given me with these fresh God-given resources, but I want to serve other people. Uh, There's a million things this woman could have done. 
Uh, But what did she do? She took her renewed strength, the miraculous healing that Jesus had given her, and she ministered unto others. I love that about this dear lady. Look at verse number 32. And at even, so now all of this is happening in one day. And now the the nighttime has come, uh, the sun is setting. And of course, back in those days, there's no street lights. Uh, there's no nightlife per se. Uh, it's getting dark. People are retiring to their homes. It's been a long, busy day. But watch what happens. Verse number 32. And at even, when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased and then that were possessed with devils. And all the city was gathered together at the door. Well, that's a consequence of the miracle he performed that day. Remember what we said? That his fame spread throughout that whole region? Well, what's happening? Uh, This person hears about this miracle? Well, I've got a cousin. I've got a sister. I've got a mom. I've got a son. They have a problem. Let's get them all to Jesus. And all of these hurting people, people with spiritual problems, people with addictions, people with physical maladies, but they're all coming. Why? Because they know that Jesus can do what others have not done. They know that Jesus has a willingness to help that perhaps others did not have. And now at a time when the day ought to be a time of rest, at a time when the day ought to be ending, in many respects, it's just beginning. Such is the nature of ministry. That as we minister to people in the power of God's Holy Spirit, as we meet the needs that society cannot meet, that that secular humanism cannot meet, that only the Bible can speak to, what happens is we're never at a loss for a crowd, are we? Because there's hurting people everywhere. And as we're willing to receive them, even at awkward times and in awkward places, uh, those are times when God's power is revealed in fresh ways. Now, we're going to come back to this because we're out of time for today. But I want to talk about how did Jesus respond to this, this upending of his schedule, uh, this, this crowd of people, this line of people at the door in the evening time. What a picture, but what a savior. And we'll talk a little bit more about that next episode. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you have a great day in the Lord. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.